You are listening to the Innovative Workforce Podcast, live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Good afternoon. My name is Craig von Kallenberg, and I am the Executive Director of the Office of Workforce Innovation. Today, I want to talk a little bit about career pathways, what they look like, and why they are what they are. Um, For most of us, a career pathway is not a straight line. Um, We like to create these pathways in the workforce development system that seem to take a person from K through 12, through post-secondary, and into a job, and they're going to advance in their career, and it's all going to be in this one industry, and we tie it up in a nice little bow and present that out to the public. But for most people that I know anyway, that pathway doesn't work like that. You find yourself jumping from industry to industry, from job to job, as you climb that ladder, so to speak. So let me talk a little bit about my path and how I got to where I am today as executive director of the Office of Workforce Innovation. You know, growing up, we didn't have a lot of money. My parents um, were blue-collar workers. Uh, My dad was an electronics technician for an oil company in California, and my mom worked as a glazer, actually, um, or a glass cutter. And uh, we didn't, again, have a lot of money. So I remember there was a period of time for years where... The one meal that we had a lot for dinner was waffles. And we had waffles because they were really cheap and easy to make. And, you know, us kids could make them while our parents were at work and come home. And it at least had the appearance of being something enjoyable. But buying the flour and the sugar and everything was cheaper than buying the fancy meals that we could have. So when we moved from California to Las Vegas, my dad actually got a huge upgrade in job and was making a lot more money. That actually... Um, created a situation where where my mom threw away the the waffle iron before we moved, and I don't think we ever had waffles again while we were there. I would imagine, and I would bet money that my mom hasn't had a waffle to this day since that. So that's kind of the the background of where I came from. And when we talk about workforce development and career pathways, we talk about taking people from that kind of life, from that that life of not having to a life of prosperity. That's what workforce development is all about. So I graduated from high school. I did pretty well. You know, I was a fairly smart kid, but uh, I just wasn't driven. So, you know, I did I did average. You know, I was probably your average student, kind of flew under the radar. I didn't make a lot of friends once we moved to Las Vegas, but I graduated. And I, I know that I could have gone to college, but really college was such a foreign concept to me. It was, you know, something that we talked about, something we were going to do but never really made any concrete plans. And I just really had no idea how to navigate this complicated system of what a community college is. I remember signing up for some classes, not having any idea what I was supposed to take. I was just like, oh, you know, that class sounds good, so I'm gonna sign up for that. And I don't remember ever even completing them, even though they're showing up on my transcript. So I ended up just going to work, right? I I had to support myself. I wasn't going to live with my parents. So so I I worked at Carl's Jr. through the latter part of high school. And then I left that job and I actually got a full-time job working as a busboy at a restaurant. And then leaving that job and becoming a waiter um, and then ultimately a room service waiter at the Orleans Hotel and Casino, which was kind of the top of the ladder from my pathway there in the food and beverage industry. It doesn't get much better than a room service waiter at a a nationally recognized hotel. So I was doing pretty well, Um, ended up getting married. And then one night I come home 
And my wife said two words that just kind of shifted my whole perspective on everything. She said, I'm pregnant. Those two words will change your life. So I'm looking at these pathways that are in front of me, right? I have to support my family. I've got a wife, had one kid, and then another kid on the way. Uh, I don't have four, five, six years to get through college before I get a career. I need a career right now. So I started looking at different options, and I found this idea of what they call apprenticeship. I applied for a few different apprenticeships, and I ended up starting a career as a sheet metal worker. Went in as a first year making, I think, $16, $17 an hour at the time, which was pretty decent money, not quite as much as I was making as a room service waiter. But over the five-year period, I went from making $15 to $16 an hour to turning out as a journey person sheet metal worker and making, with a little bit of overtime, about 100000 a year. So that transition, that that pathway out of a low-income job into prosperity was a five-year period, which not too many industries can offer that kind of transition. So I ended up going in as a sheet metal worker, worked that for about 15 years, counting my, my apprenticeship, and... Uh, you know, by the time I was done, I was working as a full-time instructor at the Sheet Metal Union. I was I uh, finished my degree in labor education through the National Labor College, and that was all paid for by then. So I had no student debt at this point, making almost a hundred thousand dollars a year, and no student debt. Uh, it was it was a really good place to be. I was in a place where my wife chose to stay home and be with the kids during that time because she wanted to and she wasn't forced to go to work during that time. So I, I look at that as a, a prosperous time in my life. Then the Great Recession hit. Money stopped flowing into the, the school and I ended up losing my job. I worked at a couple different places as a safety professional and then from there I actually transitioned into one back move back a little bit on that i i actually during that period there i started a master's degree in marriage and family counseling the thought was that i wanted to diversify my skills a little bit and give myself options if i didn't want to be stuck in uh, a construction industry that that at the time was not going anywhere luckily it's come back and i'm glad it's well but, uh, you know, I wanted to do have different options. So I ended up finishing my master's degree in marriage and family counseling. Towards the latter part of my degree, before I finished, I had a, a chat with a, a gentleman that was working at the, community, or the College of Southern Nevada. And he was the director of apprenticeship studies and workforce development there at the time. And he ended up bringing me in as a senior specialist to kind of help with curriculum development and a few other things with the, some of the grants they were working on. And from there, when he, re, um, when he was getting up and, and starting to take on more responsibilities himself, he ended up moving me over into the director of apprenticeship studies. So I was actually a director at a college now, just coming out of a sheet metal and getting my degree. I was counseling students on their, their uh, apprenticeship degrees. I was managing the partnerships between all these different apprenticeships and the college. And that actually worked out really well for about five years. I did that um, a little over almost six, actually. And when I was 
coming out of that, I had built so many different relationships that this position as the executive director of the Office of Workforce Innovation for the state came up. And I had just happened to have a meeting where I was sitting with some of the governor's staff and staff from the Nevada System of Higher Education and then the building trades representatives. And we were talking through this partnership between the building trades and the union apprenticeships. And I was able to kind of bridge that gap and translate from higher ed speak to apprenticeship speak and back and forth. And I ended up working as kind of an intermediary in that conversation. And I think that's when I was really noticed by the governor's office that, hey, I had this skill set and I had these relationships that I could bring in. So this position of executive director of the Office of Workforce Innovation just seemed a natural fit. So looking at my pathway to get from there to where I am now, it's been really this leapfrog from one thing to another, from room service waiter to sheet metal worker to master's in marriage and family counseling to the college and now to where I am. And it seems like such a a weird way to move and, and bounce around. But when I look back on it, it seems like everything that I was doing has kind of come together to give me the skills that I need to be able to do a job like this. So the one thing that I can tell you is that no matter where you are, you are exactly where you need to be. And there is a plan and there is a way forward for you. You just have to look at beyond your current job, look at the skills that you have, look at the skills that are required, and don't put yourself in a box. There are other options. Thank you, and I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to The Innovative Workforce, presented by the Office of Workforce and Innovation of Nevada. If you like our show and want to know more about what we do, find us at owinn.nv.gov or leave us a review. Until next time, keep innovating, Nevada.